Boo doo 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 doo. Well, it's good to see you. It's another Wednesday, and we're here with Harrison and Meg. Hey, and this week, uh, Meg, what did we do this week on the show? This week, we talked to the very infamous. Maybe you've maybe you've heard of them once or twice around these parts. Baseball hat, the band. Amazing, we could get them. It uh, truly this week. It was a big get. It was a big <laughs> get. Uh, yeah, we talked to Harrison and John Seeger, the members, founders, everything of Baseball Hat. And we talk about their upcoming album, Send This to Your Crush, which is coming out this Friday, September 17th. And we are going to get into it right now. Woke up this morning, didn't know what to do. So I looked around, then I saw you. Yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you. We're going to talk about some stuff and some other stuff, too. I'm on wheels. I'm on wheels. So I'm You're a whole meal like on shoes. wheels, baby. My junkies. I really like them. Thank you. Are they new? I've had them for a bit. I just haven't really been taking them out. Yeah. I haven't really been taking them out. I put like a coating on them so they like don't get too fucked up. And oh, it's working nice. pretty well. Uh-huh. Would you say you're but a sneakerhead, really Harrison? Nice. Oh. No, but I do like shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I like clothes. I'd say I'm a clothes I, I For sure. <sighs> I love clothes. I'll wear something until it yeah, fucking I don't care. rips. I could not care less. I just like clothes. I think it's like an interesting um, additional way to express yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very simple and immediate. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know. I'm kind of like a like talk to me. Right. Like a figure out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I might give a little rough exterior. <laughs> I but like you, d- you got a little you know, bit of a, a rough exterior. I'm a little sweetie when, it, when, you, <laughs> when you give me a couple licks. <laughs> So anybody who's listened to the show, if you're a little sweetie who's given a couple licks, maybe you can tell us some more. (laughs) Oh, God. First Uh, podcast guest, last guest as well. Was I the first one? Technically, canonically, Alex is, because there's a lost episode of the show that was the first episode that people, many people have heard, so we're gaslighting everybody, because it's like one of our most, (laughs) but it doesn't exist anymore. Alex DeBard? Uh Uh-huh. Alex, and then you, and then I you. think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Cool. But and we recorded one... that on 9-11, maybe? No, we did not. Don't tell me that. Did we? Yeah, because I remember there just uh. being like, maybe we did. I like remember there being like something, we talked about something that immediately became irrelevant, and it was around that time. I think because we were also like kind of getting close to the election and shit like that, oh, so okay. I think, hmm. I don't remember. I'll have to go back and wow. check it out. Not Chua. I Not remember Chua. talking about, like, the formation of this podcast, like, lives in my memory very well. Just, like, you guys talking about it. And right. Like, you know, we've been talking about doing this podcast for so long. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, sounds cool. And then, like, you were like, oh, well, you read a theme song. And then, like, that happened. And then, like. On the spot. Yeah, on the spot. <laughs> yeah, while I was on tour, like two years before there was any podcast. Right. Yep. God, that was. <sighs> yeah, because I was I was gone. So was there was a tour. lot of there was a lot of foresight in the creation of this. Would you say, yeah? Oh. Like you planned. You'd been you'd been thinking about this for a really long time before it ha- actually happened. Two years before yeah, it yeah, actually yeah. we actually executed. Right. Wow. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we got the theme song like within days of coming up with the title and stuff. Uh huh. Right. And <laughs> which was yeah. me like, well, good to see you. Well, it's good to see you. Yeah, one morning at like ten thirty <laughs> in the morning, like stroke of genius. Stroke of yeah. genius. Um, so yeah, funny. yeah, I think there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's cool how like you know things live in your mind and 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 stew well we're actually it's like so funny that we're talking about like year anniversaries around this time too when like you know we this time period is full of a lot of those because like this is the year anniversary ish of the ep coming out that yeah yeah of yeah. the do to serve ep which i don't even think that is true i think it just come out when we talked i think so mm-hmm. right because it yes. came out september 1st right which was like so Last integral year. to the formation of the band too like you know totally in like just putting music out and figuring out the process of how to actually release music you know Mm -hmm. right so it's just very interesting for these two things to be you know yeah it feels good hitting at a crossroads as we're like um all sitting down to talk to each other yeah yeah the pandemic was a good excuse just to like fucking do it you know yeah and and i know that like doing other things like theater can really like take up a lot of your time and your energy and your focus. And there's like other stuff to do. There is other stuff to do. And I like was really happy the pandemic allowed me to do that other stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I feel like I was a catalyst, a you know, big like catalyst of, I, and we've talked about this a lot. You and I like stuff that you'd always wanted to do. Yeah. Or, like, thought about doing, but mm-hmm. haven't done until... Or would have thought, like, oh, I'm going to do this in, like, five years. Right. You know, as opposed to being like, oh, well, I guess I'm just actually fucking doing this now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think... It, I thought about writing and releasing music for, like, so long. When I was in, like, high school and I was in, like, bands writing music and then I, like, didn't really have enough time because I was doing theater and mm-hmm. then that took a back seat and it was always like in the back of my mind to be like, I need to write more. I, I, I feel like I, I am, am called to do this more and, and play and write and record and the pandemic and having all that free time was a great, great thing in my life. And that's very dissonant saying that. Sure. Um, but for me, it, it really opened me up to things that I had, desires I had in hiding for a long time. And the place in life that I was in during the pandemic w- was very open. Like I was like, you know, living at my parents' house after thinking I was gonna move across the country, doing some theater, doing Head Over Heels, and then, you know, like, writing these songs about feeling super-duper sad about that and being in a place of, like, really stopped. And then I was like, oh, I should, you know... The, the, the songs that I was writing were only as good as they were on my computer, you know? It, 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 I wanted to give them... Mm. And like that the famous mm-hmm. Sondheim saying, though, too, yeah. like a vision just a vision if it's only in your head. You right. Know? Like, if you're the only person seeing something, like... What is it? What is it? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, nobody mm-hmm. is getting a chance to, like, take meaning from it. Right. I- I- intake it, process it, and it to, like, get that 3D vision. 
that kind sure. of comes from like sharing something that you've made. Yeah. You know, you sit there and you make it in this 2D, like, oh, I see what this is. Right. I can You'll see this. You'll never know the truth about like something until you have multiple perspectives. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Until you yeah. share, you know. And, yeah, totally. And, and take input. Yeah. And people always have better things to say about songs than I do. What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? Like, in, in, may I reference my own song? Yeah, sure. In Carrie, um, I had a specific meaning about, like, hey, Carrie, why don't you come to the center? But someone was like, oh, this is about going to an abortion clinic. And I was like, oh, wow. I never thought of that. Yeah, wow, sure. I had never thought of that either. Yeah, right? Right, people are always right? going to I was something like, and kind of put their own, like, experience or, you know, yeah. whatever's, like, weighing on their mind or heart. They're going to, it's, you know, use that as their access point to right. it. And that's, uh, wow, that's very cool yeah. to, like, get it kind of reinterpreted for you. I Yeah, I like that. It's very fulfilling. It's like I projected my experience on this music and I... I'm happy to be inviting you to do the same. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. hope people do the same with our album, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I hope the same thing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. We got an album coming out on Friday. Friday yeah. of this week. Oh, yeah. Friday of this week. You've been waiting yeah. for a long time for this to happen, too. We were talking about that this morning, that, like, <sighs> we had a small listening party for it. Got like like at the beginning of August, like uh -huh. the yeah. first last week of July, maybe. Okay. Yeah, right. Because we mixed it in July mm -hmm. right. with Joe Joe Shirey. Shout out! Shout out! Go listen um, to his songs. Go Saint listen a. to yeah, Saint A. He's got a bunch of groovy bops on Spotify. Um, but yeah, we took two weeks with him, three weeks, three Four. weeks. Four. Uh-huh. Shit. <laughs> we were gone for a week. So three right, weeks. Right, so right. we did two weeks, and then we took a week off, and then we came back, and we crushed through yeah. the rest of it. Just, like, refining and, and mixing and, and figuring out what exactly it sounded like. And then we had a little bit of a listening party, and then I kind of forgot about it for a bit. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I, I haven't really listened to it much yeah, since then. Yeah, it's been, then. like, an album cover for me for a while you know like i'm yeah. just like we're it's promo time so it's uh -huh. mostly just like oh this is the picture that i have to post today of this of the album mm -hmm. this yeah. idea of the album i don't sure. you know, i haven't been listening to sure. it a lot either, and i mean so. like we're still trying to figure out what that means about right. like you know we wrote this music what does it mean to like promote it on social media uh -huh. and like send it to people on blogs like yeah. super like this is a, the, our first time doing it i did not do much promo for my first ep at all and like there's so much like like on apps like tiktok to like promote your music and some people are like really good and clever at it and it's 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 interesting learning about that world sure i mean not only are you all like the writers and performers but and like you're you're producing and you're like managing yourselves as well right and that's yeah i mean it's a lot of it there's a lot of elements there and yeah. go ahead no i would just say like a lot of those things that i felt feel like weirdly like doing theater stuff 
like has helped prep for a lot of that stuff because I feel like mm-hmm. I have never had an agent or a manager sure. or like been you know your your own whatever. You're your own salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Totally. So I will say I'm happy about that. Yeah. Like that I had that in the past, so I kind of have had some understanding. Uh huh. But even since the pandemic, like the way that it goes has shifted so hard. Sure. Like yeah. because everyone's been stuck inside TikTok, you know. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people are like doing a. Uh, I mean a lot of producing of their own music. You know what I mean? Making things like on their computer in their basement or in their apartment or whatever. For and the that's, same reasons John talked about, you know, like this I, sudden time that everybody had this sudden moment of pause. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what was the like impetus for the two of you to come together and decide to make a band? We always had, would you say similar music tastes in college. probably one of the first things we, like, bonded over. Yeah. Yeah. There are, like, certain bands... Do you have periods where you're, like, these were these were my bands in college? These were my, like, bands at this time? Bands, music that you use to, like, keep time in your life. Oh, hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I think I hang on to... I think I, like, hang on to to people and artists. But if someone was, like, when this was going on in your life, what were you listening to? Could you tell them? Because I feel like I can tell you, almost to a T, like, if if you were, like, what's going on? What was going on in your life? What were you listening to? I can tell you for (laughs) sure. Oh, my gosh. I actually don't... Like, even down to, like, the theater show I was doing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I find myself the same thing. Okay. For me, it was like, there were certain bands in college I was really into. Uh-huh. And those were like the Cocktail Twins, which okay. if you don't know them, no. they're amazing, like dream pop. They kind of sound like the Cranberries, but like... And Beach House. And Beach House. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Okay. Um, Inner Pool, which I feel like was a band that we like bonded over hard. The Smiths. We I was going to say like, the Smiths because I know yeah. Harrison was listening to the Smiths and yeah. oh, was showing yeah. it to everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Morrissey t-shirts every other day. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, baby. And we got super into that. To, at, like, we hey, were super into that you together. you ever heard of the Smiths? You ever heard of the Smiths? Yes, Harrison. I've heard of them. <laughs> ah! Nah! Um, every party at college. Uh-huh. Every party at college. <laughs> that, and then I feel like... Um, we would sit and listen to music for long stretches, and it got into like, you're probably the last person I gave a mix CD to in my life. Oh, like yeah. Like a physical one. Yeah. Besides like a playlist, because I gave him a mix of like, he wasn't really, I, you were like, I, what kind of like, we're talking about hip hop and shit like that? Because yeah. I have like, have always been really into like yeah. that universe. Right. And so I gave him a whole playlist of like Tyler. Frank, The Weeknd. Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the first kind of pivotal. And then... (laughs) I mean, you also always, the two of you have had like a great back and forth in terms of like bits and like riffing off of each other. So that's why when you said that you were going to be writing together in a band together, it just kind of made sense to me because I've seen you all just like off the cuff come up with like silly songs. Like (laughs) one of the memories that comes to mind, we went to see a play together. We're riding back on the Metro and there was some weird announcement that came over the Metro speakers (laughs) and you all came up with this song that's like, Everybody knows you scared, you scared. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows you scared. scared. 
I remember that so vividly. I cannot remember for the life of me what the announcement must have been, but it was a riff off of whatever the Metro announcement was. So anyway, not no surprise to me that you guys are writing together and making music because you've been doing, you know, silly songs forever. But now I'm just doing it in a more serious way. Everybody Um Okay, so similar taste in music, obviously, like, naturally compatible collaborators, but sure. what, I don't know, what was the, you all were also, like, streaming together online, like, we yeah. also, so like, then what, like, even the first before. song on, or the first thing that was written for this record was written before there was any name to the, like, before we were even going to be like, we're doing a band. Yeah. Okay. Like, we jammed oh, do, in his basement. tell. In yeah, the, you came over mm-hmm. to this my was house like in November of 2019. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. 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 So yes. the band Sad Boy Fall. Sad. Sad Boy Fall. The we're sad. Really sad we're just like fall. walking around bleeding. Yeah. We were just yes. like, yes. Look, we're sad. <laughs> I'm sad. Yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. also sad? Are you oh, also sad? Thank God. <laughs> yeah. And most people were like, "Are you okay, man?" And I'm like, "I'm figuring some stuff out." Yeah, like, like I know. can't do much right now. Um, so we spent a lot of time just like, <laughs> and I shit you not, like it sounds. It's so funny to talk about now, but like we spent so much yeah. time, like I, I shit you not, walking aimlessly in the woods together, like. We would yeah, just like the, go walk around on this trail for that? like three hours. The one in Beth- in, Bethesda, in Bethesda, the capital, uh-huh. a capital, capital bike crescent? trail, capital crescent, capital crescent trail, trail. whatever. Yeah, we would just like walk up in that aimlessly. We would like uh, we spent a lot of time hanging out and just like yeah, you know, talking, talking. Yeah, because we also right. like you know, in the interest of like full disclosure, like we hadn't spent a lot of time hanging out totally since that first yeah like semester at. Catholic, well, really. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. You know, like, we, he went abroad and then came back and, like, we just got, We're, you know, separated totally. with how busy shit yeah. was and, like, you know, life going in different directions and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember that. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. I think, I think we immediately hit it off in college and then, like, you know, different energies happened and like you, we both did our own thing. Yeah, was, for a I just bit. think we were just like we just went on different little paths for a little bit yeah. to do our own thing. And like because of the nature of just like how busy we were, where we were living, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, the circumstances of our living, like we didn't see each other very much. Yeah. yeah, you know. And then it just so happened that we both, you know, got out of really long-term relationships at like the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like within four weeks, three weeks, you yeah. know, of each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and so, like, through all that, all that to say, we're spending a lot of time together. Um, and, you know, something that, you know, it's a stereotype for men with a broken heart to do is you, we picked up instruments one night we were hanging yes. out. Yes. Uh-huh. And we were right. just fucking around and playing these songs. And, right. like, the first loop, like, one of the first the things that we did when we were sitting down there, we were like, oh, this is actually, like, pretty tight. I saved a recording on my phone and he saved the like bass loop of it on his um, synth device, which has like an internal hard drive that can save on self, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, so that had been sitting there for forever. And I loved like listening to the like audio recording I had of that night. Mm-hmm. And after we sat down and wrote LMK in February, 
we were like, okay, well, this song, fuck, LMK rocks so fucking hard. That, like, to us, we were like, we can't believe we wrote this song. Like, we wrote a song that we love and we think rocks. Like, yeah. This is February of... This year, 2021. Right. 2021. Okay. We have to write another... We have to write another song. What should the next song be? And lo and behold, it was this song, Chemicals. Which right. Is the second track on the record. And yeah. It's funny. Which is the one that originated in the basement? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, and wow. so that kind of yeah. is what sparked the band. Yeah. From there, we were like, yeah. oh... We're let's do this thing, you and know. Like we, we wrote we wrote LMK so quickly, and we were both shocked at how how much we loved it. We how much loved like, this it. This is a sick song that we would like be excited to find. If I discovered uh-huh. this song, I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, yeah. this is so cool!" Mm-hmm. If that song, if we didn't like that song as much, there would be no band. You yeah, know? correct, a hundred percent. If that was a dud, if that was like, if we weren't into that song we wouldn't have kept well, sure. writing. Yeah, plenty of people will like try to collaborate and write something together and yeah. you're and then you're like, okay, and that was our writing session and we'll all Bye. be on to the next one. Yeah. And it was sure. also so like it's a, lucky to strike gold like that. Well it's yeah. like you said also it was like it was like one of those moments where it's like, whoa, I couldn't have done that by myself. Whoa, mm. I couldn't have done that by myself. No. Yo, we 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 should shouldn't keep do doing it by this. ourselves. Like, yeah. 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 And I think that comes back to you know, our influences that we were talking about, like, I think you have a distinctive, uh, you lean towards a more like pop music background. And I really like, like, you know, things a little bit darker, spacier, um, indie, indie or whatever that means, of course. But I I think those things really complement each other in, oh, yeah. in both of our tastes coming together to create the music we do. Well, especially in like what I would say are like our closest influences, like they're those two things like directly combining. Yeah. Like, you know, like the 1975 is a band that's just all about influence being right. kind of meshed into this one sure. singular thing, genre filtered through the lens of, um, in that case, you know, four people's um, understanding of that genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like, I don't know, I feel like our tastes because of where they meet, you know, like even Tame Impala, like that's spacier mm-hmm. pop music. You right, know? right, 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 right. Yeah. Have you seen Love and Mercy? No. Oh, Megan? man. It is, in my opinion, the best music biopic. It's about Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Okay. We had just watched that. When right, we recorded right LMK. Before, yeah, right before we recorded right LMK. Before. That's true. So we were like, oh man, the Beach Boys like to put a lot of layers on the vocals. So we were like, how many can we put when we were writing LMK, which is like why the vocals sound so big and, and Beach Boy-y. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. And yeah. I guess, would you say, okay, so you write LMK in February. Bingo. Yeah. And then... Like you said, thing. I mean, obviously, we're sitting here September, and the al- the album is coming out September seventeenth. Like, as far as I don't know, in the in the big picture, like that is a pretty quick turnaround to yeah. have written an entire album plus four, five, four, four singles that are, do not appear on the album. Three. Well, LMK's on the album. LMK. A new version but of that, LMK. Oh, right. Okay. A new word. Yes. Shinier LMK. Shinier, wobblier. Okay. Yeah. LMK. Yeah. yeah. But to release 13 songs in the span of, you know. Nine months, yeah. Seven. Seven, yeah. If that's, if you're writing that in yeah, February, February. I mean, yeah. that, like, that's a really big output. I mean, how do you, I also know that you all were pretty rigorous about, and like, 
you were like, we can be creative, but only if we like have uh, like time set aside. I mean, I know you all were like really made a commitment to the band once you realized that it could be something and that it was something right. you were both invested in. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I and this like goes into me releasing my EP. I was really tired of just not releasing music. And I was like, I, I felt like I made the decision in my head that I was like, I'd rather something be than it be, you know, like me thinking it's going to be like great. And I feel like sometimes you get caught up in the idea of like, I want to make this and I want to make this so good and it's got to be so good. And you like really like grab onto something and get attached yeah. to something so that your grip on it is so hard that it doesn't have the opportunity to grow and just be what it is. Hmm. So I think that mindset and also just like, like I was saying before, like if I work, if I work slow, I really get into my head too much about sure. it. And like, if I work slow, I'll never release it mm -hmm. and I'll never show anyone. How do you, th how do you think our approach to like writing, would you say that? I think that we were just really disciplined. True? I think that ring rings true for sure. I think that we were over and over again. And I think, you know, for better or worse, you can hear it on the record that we spent a lot of time going like, we will not let perfect be the enemy of good. Yeah. Like, because things don't get done. Sure. Like, they just yeah. simply don't. Like, if it, it if it is executing the idea clearly and communicating the idea clearly, done. It's done. Move on. Mm -hmm. Like, you yeah. know, it's not going to, like, three hours of being like, oh, but what if the tonality is 1% different? It's just not going to do shit. Like, yeah. I just really don't think so. And then ultimately, like, we just were like, I really internalized over the pandemic and like with like making this podcast and with doing the music and with the streams, like nothing gets done unless you're going to do it. Yeah. Like unless you just are going to put aside the time to do it. Like, so we would be like, when this week are we writing? Like what are the two nights of the week this week that we're going to yeah. sit down and like, we'll make a game plan before, mm -hmm. but like go in and execute. And I think like with the album specifically, like once we got the idea of like, we're doing a full-length album. We're doing a project. These are the ideas we kind of want to, like, ruminate on together, like the themes of the album, the kind of um, auditory aesthetic of the album, and, like, the visual aesthetic of it. Mm -hmm. It was very easy because we were just filling in the blocks in the time period that we had. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes. And I don't know if you felt the same way. Yeah, and we set really good deadlines, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, practically, we were like, okay, so all of the writing has to be done by this date. And, and those things had to, you know, as we learned how to do it, those things had to move, you know? Yeah. Because you do learn, like, it is unrealistic. It would have been unrealistic for us to, in four months, write a 10-song album, record it, have jobs, have lives, you know? Like, yeah. where we don't for get sure. paid to only be musicians, uh -huh. you know? So right. we had to move it a month, but, like, we still got it done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, like, I feel like the second half of the record we wrote in, like, two or three weeks, yeah? For sure. Yeah. But some of those songs I really love. And when you say wrote, like, does that mean, like, recorded also? Wrote and recorded? We, yeah. The way we work is we record as we write. write. Yeah. 
So okay, tell me, tell me about. So this. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell, me, tell me about it. We found it very effective. I don't know. I can say like generally, what happens is like with this pro with this band, yeah. like there will be a drum loop and some kind of like texture, right? And we start to work from there. So like. Okay. I, I, right, like for the time we like would start with like we'd get either well a couple songs started with like <laughs> guitar chords I don't really know like we start with like I think it starts with like whether it's a drum whether it's a, a guitar, a guitar songs are guitars, yeah. or it's like us singing like <laughs> I'm not gonna be just another which is one of the hooks which is like a hook and like us just like ooh that's funky yeah. and us just like walking around the house like singing there's at some each idea other. to start right whether uh -huh. it's like there's a guitar progression I, that we're gonna play with i don't know i don't think we could write the way we write if we didn't live with each other Did, would you say that's true i don't know that's hard to say i think that like we certainly wouldn't been able to found, find the pattern and the flow as quickly for yeah, sure yeah yeah i think also when we weren't living together we were talking a lot yeah <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. right and i feel like we're yeah we're always kind of like talking about things and mulling over ideas yeah which, but yeah so all that to say we write as we record so we're like with the song that we played you before we recorded yes that that the sections are because they are distinctively <laughs> recorded on different nights and so we're like yeah eh, well we'll just kind of like sound interesting like after this part so that's why it like changes sound like three times yeah, several we're, times. yeah, yeah. oh word yeah. okay that's we're very just cool physically sitting down being like what's gonna happen next okay. i think so music like <laughs> we we tried to not make ourselves bored yeah and we both have super add like yeah i would say like we're pretty quick i need sure quick, like and stimulation like, and it's also the, the nature of entertainment now, now yeah. mm -hmm. and like so i think so the first song on the album, man, can I talk about this? Yeah, I mean, the album's coming out in two days. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Talk about yes. it, like, let's Perfect. Yeah, talk we're going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first song on the album, Send This to Your Crush, the title track, is in this eight-minute-long song. Lengthy, yes. I Lengthy. Think You've heard, heard a heard demo. old version of that. And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm oh, okay. really excited for you to hear. Yeah, there's a lot of auto-tune and new oh, shit. It's come a long way. It's come so long. I have to say, when I listened to it, I listened to it on the way back. Harrison sent me a demo, and I listened to it on the way back home from hanging out at your apartment one night. It was night. the first master. Oh, yes. nice. Yes, and wow. I texted wow. him. I was like, it's so vibey. Like, windows down, a oh little bit God, high, yeah. and like, on the road at night. I was, it was so good. It was oh, so good. I We talked about the, I think maybe the three of us talked about the car test. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. It passed the car test, like, first demo. You know what I right. mean? That's like, you want to hear it, like, through the, through the right. system with the right, like, kind of vibe. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And it is, and Harrison was saying it's kind of like the thesis. It's the of, thesis of the record. Yeah. Of the record. So it's an eight-minute right. song that is essentially, in my mind, in, like, three movements. Yes, three movements. Okay. There's sure. the, like, first kind of, like, sound exploratory. Yes. Like... But just to sort of movement. set you up for the idea that like any sound is possible. Any sound is possible, and kind that of like, like a 1975 song has uh, several songs have they kind of do that at the absolutely. beginning. They're just kind of like 
where are we going to land? Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> Here's yeah. the auditory aesthetic. They uh-huh. are very good at that. And they yeah, do it, it in a minute and a half, usually. They do it right. with that go down. You know, like, within two uh-huh. seconds what the record's going to yeah. sound like. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah. they're doing auto-tune. I'm also even like, thinking yeah. of, like, at yeah. the beginning yeah. of If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know. Like, they do this whole... Oh, like yeah, you know what that. I mean? They're just kind of setting. Yeah, yeah. They're setting like the like the soundscape. Uh huh. Yeah, it's we, so smart. Yeah, and it, we we do take a lot from them. I we absolutely do. Oh yeah. Um. Well, there's a lot to that band. You yeah. know what I mean? They have a lot of different like. And they're so good at so many things. Exactly. And like, yeah. You know, notes from a con- notes on a conditional form. Love. Love. <laughs> Nor is my rough. And it was a record that we listened to when it, the night it came out, we had like a listening party and like, I think people didn't, I don't think the critics received it as well as their previous record, but I really liked it and what they were trying to do and like what, what different musical styles they were trying to bring together. And I think that's what we're kind of trying to do with this record a Uh little bit. Yeah. I think Um, we're trying to do with this music project in general Absolutely. With, with baseball hat is like to you know filter a bunch of genres through our lens my water. Yeah, yeah 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 so the first song starts out with like a lot of noises which like harrison built this like incredibly cool amalgamation of all these really different sounds mm-hmm. and then like can i say one more thing about that section it yeah. also kind of reminds me like i think it's you talk about this being like kind of a like a mixtape or like a cassette, like that, you know, you know, I don't it's know, an like album, you know, it's send like, this to your crush. Like it just yeah. kind of feels like, I don't know, to me, it does feel like if I was putting a cassette in the player, like you get kind of the, um, or like the static coming on the screen before it, like the, before the picture comes in, like that's yeah, how, right. that's what I feel like that first little section of that song is. Yeah. Static nostalgia. Yeah. Everyone who I've ever liked, has received a mix of some kind. Yeah, I mean, playlists, I love playlists. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love playlists. I loved mixed CDs. I love making people them. You know, it, it, it's like, this is what, these are the songs that I like and make me feel something. And it's like an insight into your emotional life that you can't express. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I think the way, the like thesis of how we're moving sections in that first song, which we do in like eight minutes, mm-hmm. and then as we go through the record, we're kind of trying to do that in shorter time periods. Yeah. Okay. Like in two-minute songs, like the song that we just listened to on my yeah. door. Like yeah. We go through like four pretty clear movements that are all based around the same like... Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. Mm-hmm. Right now, right, mm-hmm. and and we move through different like movements of that to keep it exciting and and also like to play with structure and and to keep it fresh and and to keep your ear. Well, and then the B way. section of the song, like we were talking about, let's like to talk to like the whole first eight minutes. Like, yeah, yeah we go into like then this kind of. I don't know. The, th- the reason it's a thesis is like the the album is called Send This to Your Crush, but it's a breakup record. Yeah. Right. You know, like it's, um, we talked a lot about when we were writing it, like writing an album that you would have wanted to hear when you were like, you know, 
at the at the lowest of the low after that mm -hmm. after those feelings mm -hmm. you know and like and all of the like false ecstasy that comes along with it and like all of the like you know the differences the lows and like we we talk about the song that we played for you earlier like feeling like what it feels like to dance until 3 a.m. at the bar with your friends in that period of time and then have to walk to your bedroom by yourself or like walk and realize that you're like by yourself, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it um, starts from a really lonely place, the whole album. Mm -hmm. But I think it, it like has a lot of really joyous points and like the yes, ending, the ending of the album, I don't, want and i don't think it does i think the ending of the album is joyous and glorious even though the lyrics may feel nihilistic yeah i i, mm. I worry a bit about people getting upset about them but i also don't because i but i also I don't think they're i think we express in the music that that the sentiment of should we tell yeah we can talk about it again okay, we, okay. let's just talk Megan, about the record in depth and like Meg, like, we'll, you know... We'll play you... This, should we play Meg this song after? Should we play it right now? I mean, God damn it! Part of me just feels like we should just fucking... Because we could always wait to release this pod, right? No, we'll put it out Wednesday. Okay, okay, okay. We can also... We can do whatever. Okay, like, okay, we can... Okay, okay. Meg, what time are you trying to get out of here? It's only eight something right now. Can we play the record real quick and pick it back up? The whole the whole. It's record? 30 minutes. Right now? Do you want to I mean, if we're going to talk about it, like... Uh, uh, do you want to hear it? I, no? Of course I want to hear it, but I also know you want to wait. You have been no, so it's like, what it's like we're going to talk. I'd rather, I don't want you to wait and then have like 900 spoilers. I'd rather us listen to it and then we can talk about the spoilers. And, and that way we can listen to it now and then you can like all your questions. Because I don't want to give questions. you choruses like in lyrics and then you come through and you're like not surprised. I'd rather just like play the record for 30 minutes right now. You hear the shit and then like... It's not going to sound any different, you know? Like, the yeah, only experience it is won't that you'd be by yourself. Okay. Which, if you don't feel like that's going to be weird. No, I don't think it's going <gasps> to be weird. Let's do it. Do you want to do it? Yeah, of Okay, course. Oh, let's do cool. it. Let's okay, we're, we're going to listen okay, to the we're record. we're going to listen to the record, and we'll be back. <laughs> Sorry about that. For the first 40 minutes, we're flying blind because of the air of mystery. <laughs> the fake air of mystery. I love right. that. How fun. This okay, so, well, uh, that just happened. Yeah! You missed everybody. You didn't hear the applause and the cheering, but we did that. <laughs> we did. And we wow. turn off the AC. Yeah. Every time we, every time I feel like I listen to it, it's different. Would you say, Harrison? Yeah, I feel like it's different every time. Yeah. I I really enjoyed it. There's I understand how it could be different every time because there's a lot to, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot to every song. You know what I mean? There's so right. many layers. There's so many like. Different little, whereas the narrative I feel like is very clear. Like for the whole album, I do feel like sonically, like there's a lot that you can have. I don't know that you can just tune into. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, depending on kind of like the mood of the listener, I feel like you can lean into certain aspects of like the feelings of any song. You know what I mean? I feel like if I was having like a bummer of a day, you can definitely lean into those elements or like those songs on the album that are catering to that. But then I don't, there's so many bops too. There's it's, it's so good. It's Thanks. really cohesive. It's really fun. And it's, I don't, it's just smart too. I think it's a really smart album. Thanks. Well, thank well, you. Thanks, oh, yeah, thanks. I'm just proud of you guys. That rocks so hard. Thanks. thanks. So before we stopped to play the record, we were talking about the last song on the album. 
which you just heard. Yes. Wait, we were talking about the last song? What were we saying about the last song? Um, So just real quick, before we go any further, I just want to say, if you're someone who, like, doesn't want to listen to us talk about the record before you listen to it, like, I was telling them off mic, like, sometimes it can feel like stand-up comedians, like, telling their, like, people telling jokes that stand-ups tell. Just take a break here. The first 45 minutes are very spoiler-free, I would say. Totally. I would agree. Um, and then and, and then wait and then till Friday, back. listen to the album, and then come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want. But if you just want to hear us talk about it and you don't really care, then and that's fine keep too. If, you're, if you want to listen for things to listen out for or yes, have definitely. some have a little bit of like inside scoop, some insight as you listen, that is also a really beautiful avenue to take. So please. Right, right. I just <laughs> want right, to right, give right, two right, right. options before we start before we start cruising. Because yeah. Really, yeah, we roads. did write it to be intended like to be like a full listen, like a sit down listen, you know, well, which is we like do sort love of a, we love a like no skips album. Uh, you know what I mean? We do. Yeah. That's something that like Harrison, I feel like is someone that has instilled that in me or to be like consciously thinking about that. Like the, what is the context of the whole album? Not right. just like picking out the one or two songs. Like you want to hear because of course, like, I mean, there's the single LMK, like it takes on, but it takes on a whole different meaning when it's in the context of the album. It's, it, it's a fantastic single, but to hear it like, as it was meant to be placed, like with the, you know, with either track side by side and just in the, you know, where it falls in what track three it, yeah, out yeah, of 10. It yes. It lends itself in a different way than it, than it does just stand alone. And that's super important too. Absolutely. Cause why even make an album? Like, why would we even do this if not to say something bigger with the whole collection? Totally. Totally. Do you feel like, well, I mean, I know I turned to you after. What is what's the name of the song I turned to you after? The which one? The number sad? six. Oh, crawling. Crawling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fucking brutal. Like <laughs> your heart out, brutal. So, I mean, how do you feel? Like, and a lot of the songs are very like, here's my heart on my sleeve. Sure. You know. Yeah. How do you feel like? And I also mentioned at the end, it does feel very, you get the feeling of catharsis. You do get the feeling that we started in one place, like in a lot of like heart chaos. I don't have a better word for that. Sure. You know what I mean? And then we kind of end up like just coming to peace with things, I think. You know what I mean? And do you feel that? making that you've had like a an experience that mirrors kind of the journey that the listener goes on while they you know take in send this to your crush that's a really good question thank you for asking that question sure um yeah and i think i i you know time heals all wounds and like I, i do think i do think i have in in terms of like getting past losing things, whether that's because of the pandemic or just like people or, or, or things like that. And like, I I think the process of making this has really like allowed me to move on and to like see certain things that I like may have really held on to really tight and to be able to see them from a distance and to, you know, appreciate rather than like dread or be bitter or mad or sad about. Yeah. What about you? 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, like, whether it was, like, cathartic in writing it, like, their feelings that were processed at some point, because they're real feelings that, like, one of the two of us, you know, had at some point totally. along the line. And yeah. I think the catharsis is, like, what you seek with any art, which is the sharing of feelings. And, like, hey, have you also felt this way? Yeah. Sure. Okay, yeah. so maybe you know, the catharsis which, is not, like, uh, fully achieved yet. Because it has been For me, once shared. it's out, then it will be... Because I'm, like, starting to get a little antsy, like, and nervous yeah. of, like... Yeah, yeah. A- a- is, is this, like, going to be, like, being naked <laughs> in the public square? Especially after right. having been, like, listen to this, listen, listen to this, listen, listen to this for months, you know? Yeah. And then we come on and say some of the shit that we say on the album, and I'm, like... Getting for sure a little nervous of like, you know, you have a lot of places to hide in theater and this is me and John. Like we don't yeah. have really right. anywhere to hide right. in it's the context of this. funny that you bring up Crawling. When we listened to it at Joe's house, mm-hmm. Harrison and I, because we were in a group with my friends very and Kate group. And it was really uncomfortable. It was very... The whole uh, it process was extre- for me it was, the first time we played it like, was very uncomfortable. was very uncomfortable, and we laughed our way through that song. And you laughed, too, at, at certain points in yes. the album, at some of the lyrics. Yes. And good. Right. Yeah. And good, because, honestly, some of it is like, oh, my God. When you are Depth fool. of that despair. Level of despair is foolish. Like, yeah, that level of despair is funny. relationships. Like, sure. People yeah. get to a place where, like, if you ever get to a place, like, that's why Crawling to me is, like, the saddest song and the funniest song on the album. <laughs> because, like, when you get to a point, that point of that, like, sad, like, why does it this one Like, that really, when you get out of that, a certain amount of distance from that, like, especially in regards to, like, relationships, you feel so like such a pathetic fool. You feel pathetic. Do, yeah. Where do where uh, were you like in that f- when you wrote that <laughs> Nowhere song? Nowhere near it. Were you like? Did you have perspective on that situation? Yes. And yes. that is what wrote you, why you wrote that song. We wrote yeah. that song. I'll tell you exactly. How we wrote it, it There here. was no furniture in this room. Okay. Uh-huh. There was uh, there was only the couch in this room. None of the desks and shit were here. We had the synth, and Johnny said we were writing songs, and we were just like sitting around passing the synth back and forth. He goes, "I have these chords that I've been playing for forever. Mm. These piano chords, and I don't really write on the piano. This is like one of the only songs I've ever written Mm -hmm. on the piano. Okay, and then Harrison Harrison wrote all the lyrics for the song, except maybe like. The chorus. Yeah, no, I, the chorus, e- I think we kind of like batted a lot. Yeah. Okay. But a lot of it was batting back and forth, you know? I mean, yeah, of course. In terms of like, but we just were thinking, like, what's the saddest, most mundane song you can write? And then the first lyric comes out, which, you know, references like dying in a mall shooting, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And <laughs> like, but there's nothing more mundanely american than that like how many like fucking unnamed people have just like died in shootings in malls in the u.s you know which Uh like not to get too like woo woo we're like saying something but like you know it's an interesting way to culturally say this person wants to die you Uh know like yeah which is how pathetic and small that like (laughs) depth of despair can make you feel which is fucking ridiculous you know like yeah sure in, in retrospect. So I yeah. think there's a certain level of perspective. Yes. Yeah. And I do think we're biting, we have our tongue pretty firmly planted in our cheek through a lot of it. For as much as our heart's on our sleeve, equally we're kind of doing like, oh, like, <laughs> but like, you know. Yes, yes. Tee-hee, wink. Like, yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. I mean, there definitely is like a level of 
I don't know. Just, we talk about this like being kind of like a mixtape. To have a to make a mixtape for somebody, you have to have like perspective. You're not just like you have to know the songs. You have to know how they're gonna like, uh, the the feeling they're gonna evoke. You know, when put together and like how they flow into one another has a, a meaning. You have to have perspective to make a mixtape. That's all I'm saying, I guess. And. I feel like this album, like lyrically, all of it, it does have perspective on the situation as much yeah. as it is like, this was my, this is a reality. Like, you, does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, this was it a reality. It doesn't, the pers- having perspective doesn't like discount or invalidate the feelings, you know, that, uh, that took place. Right. It honors them. Well, it's a moment and in time. It, it like honors them and an also album. like, yeah, and pokes fun. I think, yeah. Yeah, it does both. It can it can do and it does do both. Yeah. Yes, and not to say this is not like a comedy album by any means, no. but like you know. No. <laughs> yeah, we just got on here. We're like some of it is wank, comedically, wank, wank, wank. comedically no, indulgent. Are, I mean, there was definitely plenty of moments where it just made me smirk or smile to hear something like to hear a lyric or just a little like accent on something. You know what I mean? It, it there is a little bit of like tongue in cheek. Yeah. 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 I, I I can't say we don't bring some like theatricality, some learned theatricality sure. to yeah. Some I mean of these the structuring of like sure. the album I think is absolutely informed by like both of our sense of theatricality. Mm-hmm. You know, like how do you navigate someone through a complete emotional catharsis in a way that's like interesting, engaging, and not like beating you over the head? Yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah. how do you keep it engaging and like. You know, I think unintentionally or not, like crawling is an act break, you know, whether it's like an ending of an act because, you know, you come mm-hmm. back up into this like mm-hmm. very silly, vapid song that you were bopping along yeah. to. But yeah. like, yeah. that's yeah. just another is after that. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. To me, it feels right like an act yeah. two opener totally. of a musical yeah. where you're like, oh, yeah, OK, we're back in it. We're getting yeah. back uh-huh. in it. Yeah, yeah, you uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I definitely think like the theatricality is informing the shit. A hundred percent. Like in yeah. some, uh, uh, at least from the way of like uh, building a complete thing to show s- someone and like take someone on an emotional journey because uh-huh. that's what you're doing when you're doing shows. You know, totally. Yeah. Um, what is kind of like the give and take as far as let's talk about that song, "Crawling." I mean, uh-huh. like you, you write all of the lyrics, but how, Johnny sings it. Like, how do you, how do you figure out who does like give and take? And there's plenty of songs where like one of you will do a verse and then somebody else does a verse. There's plenty of times where you are sure. both singing together. How do you kind of like? I think we know each other well. Agreed. And I think with that song, I knew exactly we. Yeah, we knew exactly what it was going to be. Exactly what it was going to be, and knew exactly what it was going to sound like. And I am employing a certain tone of voice Mm -hmm. that sounds very dark and very. I don't even know if we had to think about it. You no, know what yeah. I mean? No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. And also, like, a lot of the stuff we record, like, because, like, sometimes, like, at a certain register of the two of ours voice, like, it, we almost can sound like one voice. So yes. a lot yes. of the vocals on the yes. record, like, choruses, 
are, are both of are us. Are both of us blended as one voice. Wow, okay. Word. So like yeah. those times where you'll like catch the chorus and you're like, is this Johnny? Wait, no, is uh-huh. this Harrison? Yes. It's intentionally that way. Yeah. Cool. You know, where cool. it's like it's kinda like this weird wash. Uh-huh. But like, you know, for a lot of the songs, it just kind of depends on the song. Like a lot of the stuff, it's like, oh, we just know like John's just gonna sing this. Yeah. Or we lay it down, it's like, oh damn, that actually sounded great. Let's just keep that and keep moving. You know, like right. like we were talking about earlier and like if it's good and if it's mm-hmm. like good enough, just keep moving, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But it's also fun to play characters. Yeah, which we do a well. lot of on the record too. Like, you yeah. know, we're doing we're using a lot of different like weird voice styles too. Right. And how do you like come to those? I mean, let's talk about like, okay, LSD is one where you specifically said there's three characters here and you can hear all of them. How do you kind of come to those? Is that like in, do you have that in mind as you're writing the song or is it just like when you put your lips to the mic and start saying the words that that is how it goes? Can I briefly? Please. Originally the song was like a very, just like, we were like, you know what? We're using so many fucking electronic instruments on this record. Like, we need to like do one song that's just like all acoustic, like all the drum yeah. songs, all the drum sounds are acoustic. Okay. Blah blah blah. It's a very Billie Eilish because we're doing like lighter Lighters sounds and lay and bah. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. And it's the only acoustic guitar on, on the, whole the whole record. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, and uh, we wrote wait. this whole song that, and it's based off of we were walking around. He was playing chords, and there's a poster in our apartment that says "Let's Summon Demons," and okay. I just sang "Let's Summon Demons." And okay. it's out there. It's like a kid on a circle, uh-huh. like laying oh, in a pentagram. Oh, literally right there. Yeah, 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 yeah Yes, yeah. I know it. I know and it. Okay. I just saw it. And so I sang Let Summon Demons. And we were like, whoa, that's actually kind of funny and tight. And so we Yes, that whole home. little section where you're like, it's not the game we played at school or what a game. It's all like yes, that yes, poster. Yes, like yeah. I saw uh-huh. that fucking poster uh-huh. and I thought it was like cool <sighs> and weird. Um, and then... You and know, then we got, we were like, this is boring. Like, the rest of the album is so interesting a, and dense. Yeah. And we were like, oh, just having, like, an acoustic song with just, like, <laughs> ding, 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 was just not, like, it wasn't weird enough. It uh-huh. wasn't weird enough. It wasn't. Baseball hat. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't, like. Yeah, the, it didn't have its Anybody could have written and, the song that was the acoustic guitar. And yeah, the, the and it's only, that. like, two chords. But I think we just, like, you know joked and like a lot of the ideas we come up with are just like us laughing about our own songs yeah which i feel like is the like allows us to have enough distance from the thing to do the thing yes of course if like you that actually totally makes sense. The, if you're taking yourself or the thing too seriously, like thinking so hard about it, you're just, it's, you have too many blinders on to like the world of possibility that, that like there could be. Right. And yeah. the characters come from just trying to like emulate Sonic universes that we're familiar with too. Like, you know, anytime you hear that, like, on the album, that's just trying to do like Bonnie Vera, 1975, Kanye, yeah. like the people who use those like extreme vocal uh-huh. distortions. And like, yeah. I think it sort of started with that. And then we were like, oh, it sort of sounds like this song is a witch, a lad, and a demon. And so we were referring to them, at, we were referring to the song as the witch, the lad, and the demon for a while. Uh-huh. And Harris in the, Harrison is the lad, and I am both the witch and uh-huh. the demon. Yeah. So there is like a take. There's like three vocal parts. There's Harrison singing, right. and then there's me going like. <laughs> yeah, it's horrifying shit. 
<laughs> and then there's like, let's solve it. Yeah, and then we just like uh-huh. walk into like the uh, our engineer Joe's studio, and we're like, yeah, like yeah, play the tracks. And he just hears like one isolated, terrifying track of Johnny, like. <laughs> <laughs> so I, don't, I mean, yeah, the idea is kind of come up with like just trying to do stuff that we like and trying to do it without like, you know, a lot of those effects are achieved through like three, four hundred dollar plugins for your. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your software you're using to right. produce. And so like, how do you recreate that like weird auto-tune sound? Well, like you kind of like put your hands like this and distort your voice, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and, or you got like, ah, you know, th- uh-huh. there are tactics. Yeah. It's a little, yeah, it's, 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 it's a little bit musical theater. It is a little bit musical theater. And I sure. think, you know, like, it can't not be. There's a big trap of like with musical theater singing of like trying to sound like, a recording like you can't because it's like really like all auto-tuned and all this stuff but it's like really fun to like throw your voice in such a fun way and like you know me like i'm always doing vocal bits Uh and making voices and like i find that really fun and i think we do that in the album a fair bit which is like really cool and silly yes and i find that this is like a phoebe bridgers quote your like best ideas are the ones that make you laugh or that has like sort of funniest. been gospel for us yeah mm. i mean in silhouette which you love yeah. that song the lyrics to that make us laugh hysterically yeah like oh the, my gosh the looking yeah. glass your seventh beer you're the fool like <laughs> is so obscene it's also like, like Oh, the lies and like it's club like, like singer, lounge singer. Oh, the lies. But that's how we're thinking. Like you know what I'm saying. And but then it comes across as this other thing, right? Yeah. Like when I yeah. listen to Silhouette, like I don't think about us like fucking around, being like, uh, I hear the song, the finished product. But like to get to the idea, like we started on my door is a great example of this. On my door is a Drake parody. It started as like a. I was like really obsessed with one dance at the time, <laughs> you know, yeah. and were and his verse on on work by uh, Rihanna. Yes, and I so, think we just talked about that like probably last episode that you were really into work by Rihanna for a yes. time period. Yes, when we were writing this song. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and uh, when we were writing this very song. Yeah, wow. and um, I remember we were like we were doing a lot of like walking around doing like goofy Drake to each other a lot, uh-huh. like doing like. I know you. And the original, <laughs> I will never forget. I had a recording that Johnny and I made. We, we make a lot some of, of like, the dummy. worst, some of the worst stuff ever. Well, and we it's make, me. Like, dummy. We make dummy recordings. Like a lot of time when we don't know the melody yeah. or whatever or whatever, we just will make like we'll take the loop uh-huh. and we'll just kind of like muddle, mutter over it to try to get like a melody. Yeah. And John had one that was literally like, and we, that shit is like one of the funniest things ever, but it's like little things like that. Uh, trying we to like, like put Drake in Drake? a bottle. <laughs> what if we did Drake and then it turns into this like whole other weird yeah. four part thing, you know? Right, yeah. right. That's probably, I think that's one of my favorites. I was saying to you all as we were listening, or maybe, did I say it on mic? No, I said it while we were listening, that like, if LMK is the pre-album single, that 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 this is the post-album single. It's like, yeah. that it is the one that's kind of like stands out as like the, 
I don't know. Pop. It has pop to it. Yeah, yes, a lot of totally. Pop. But I also think just another is another really one that that's another one that sticks out is like the poppy single. Oh yay! I like that one, but I also like chemicals. I I I am so happy that that. Okay, chemical. That's the song yeah, that we, we were just talking about earlier yeah. that you all recorded in twenty or that you started writing in twenty nineteen. Yeah. I had heard an early, early version of that. I on Twitter from two thousand nineteen. There's a version on my Twitter of that song. Yeah. Oh, okay, but no, you I, definitely sent it to me at some point. That's how I know I had it because I remember listening to it, and then when it came back on, I recognized it. It is so catchy like that, and I like that one too. It goes through. I I like the like the shape of that song. That you kind of, you get like completely removed from what you were listening to and then like shot right back into it. You I know what I mean? That, that, yeah. uh, from the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one too. I think those are my three standouts for sure. Hell yeah. I love that. Yeah. But I also like crawling. That is so fucking sad. But I really like that one. It's sadder yeah. than Christmas shoes. Some it people is, have said. It is really sad. Mm-hmm. It's just very yeah. effective. The whole, yeah, it, the mood of it is really, yeah, it's good. It's good. We like well, to think the, the bass lines throughout, folks. Crank the bass in the car. Crank the bass in the car. That's all I got to say. This whole time, I was like, oh my God, just playing the bass to myself and looking at Johnny like, yep. Thank you. Wow, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you like them. Did you play the bass for all the songs? Yeah. Dude, it rocks. It absolutely rocks. Thank you. Wow, thanks. Yeah. I'm always listening for a good bass line. Oh, I'm glad. Now the bass on this like the bass. is great. We uh-huh. worked really hard. We did. He brought a lot of like amazing lines that like I would have never ever thought to hear. And like you know, we're talking about how we pick on like everything that we write. Like really, we are like both have hands in. Like there will be yeah. like keys oh. lines where John is like, oh, play it actually like this rhythm uh-huh. instead. Like play those same notes, play it in this rhythm. Or, like, he'll play a guitar part, and I'm like, can you put this other, like, little part where it goes to this in? Right. You know, we do right. a t- shit ton of that. I like, agree. So uh-huh. even if it's, like, I'm playing it, no, 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 I but feel I, I, like we've, like, sketched it out together. We sure. took a lot of sure. time. I was going to say, we took a lot of time just, like, really taking those bass lines that Johnny brought and, like, making them, like, crispy as, crispy. Go- as good as they could be. Right? And, like... He played the living shit out of them, and they took, yeah. like, he really, like, got super creative on all of these bass lines because, like, he would, like, throw three, four, five out, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. would hear, like, a, a, go, like, what about the third one? And then he'd be like, what if I played the third one like this? And, and then, then it, it would like, be like mm, that. that was yeah. It. So okay. it was a lot of, like, Trial him error, playing yeah. so much fucking bass. It was unreal. I mean, yeah. the bass lines on this album are, like, and they he gets truly a are. testament to John's playing and like John's, you know, understanding of that instrument and how it functions right. too, you know. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I just feel like we spent so much time on like making sure the bass lines in the writing yeah. was like maybe some of the most like time spent being like, know this, mm-hmm. know right. a little bit more of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me about what's the third song from the end? Bet the House. But the house. Yeah. Is this the one I where? Yes, but then it goes a little like. Uh, how do I say it? It, it, it? There's like, I don't want to say rock and roll, but like, traditional like rock and roll poppy sound, and then there's like a switch up. 
you know, where we get like, we get some beats in there too. And then it like, there's like a quick, like back and forth there like in the chorus. Yes. Yes, definitely. It goes like from Prince to like nineties rock. Yes. Yes, exactly. And I really did feel like there was, I saw like both of you in that song. You know what I mean? Where I feel like. I, I feel like Johnny is like more into like he would listen to a song with lots of like guitar and drums and like more like a classic rock kind of thing. And Harrison is going to bring the like Harrison's going to bring the beats. I don't know. I just felt like it was your two tastes like really colliding in a way that was like in a lot of in a lot of the songs they're infused together. And in this one, we kind of see them like as separate but equal partners in the song. Does that make sense? Cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and I thought that that was very cool. I like it that is one a too. little like we're playing rock and roll music, yes. which is fun. Yeah. 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 I like that one too. I like that one too a lot. Cool. Yeah. yeah I like cool. that song too. I think that, I think that thinking about that now, like hearing what you had to say about that, like I see that completely. Mm hmm. It makes me laugh. That song is so funny to me because of those transitions. Uh-huh. I was like, how are we here? This is so funny. Yeah. yeah, I like can't even. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, like a hidden gem of the album that I'm like. Totally. That is a hidden gem of the album. That yeah. is one that's like, if you all were talking about liking a deep cut, I feel like that is like the underdog deep cut yes. of the album. You know what I mean? Where yeah, it's like right. definitely the people that have listened to the album all the way through and not just like, if you were to see the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to run with this metaphor. If yes, you were to yeah. see like the top tracks on Spotify, some people are just like going to listen to those top tracks right. and be like, and then pick their, you know, they'll, they'll yeah. one of their favorites will inevitably be one of those top five. Because of how good the because song of is how, itself inherently. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But there is something to be said for like the song on the album that is not like one of the top streamed tracks, but that the people that have listened through the album are like rooting for that song to be people's favorites. I think that that right. I think that that the house is that song from the album. (sighs) Yeah. And it's like, I think it makes me laugh so much because it's, it's very short. It's only two minutes, Yeah, but we go from like, and there were, there was a previous version where there's, there's a like instrumental part Mm Mm-hmm. And the way we had it mixed at yeah, one was literally time, talk about like how mixing and mastering like affects a song. Like, yeah, this is a great example, please. Mm. Yeah. So the first round that we mixed it, I had the like really noisy part really loud, and it made you feel the depth of despair. Mm. And Harrison's like, we should maybe change this. Right. Well, I we had, when we had first recorded it, the, the out of the first chorus, there's a guitar interlude that plays. And we changed nothing about the guitar interlude. But I remember for weeks before we went into mixing and mastering, after, or like the week before, when we were listening to it and kind of taking notes about like things we wanted. I remember being like, dude, like, do we need to rewrite the guitar out of Bet the House? Because it is so sad. Yeah. It is like mm. jet black coming out of that chorus, and it makes me feel really weird because I'm like dancing yeah. up until this. And we got right. in the mixing and mastering. We did it the first day. It was jet black as it had been recorded. Totally all gravy. I was like, you know, this sounds really good. We Then we got to 
And honestly, I think Joe just turned it up. I don't even think yeah. we asked for anything and it made it so much better. Mm, yeah. Because like you said, it goes from we're playing rock and roll music to we're playing a 90s song yeah. to jet black. And that was like too many transitions. Uh, yeah. It was also making you too sad. Like because crawling is so sad, we can only get so dark on the rest of the record and yeah. so slow. That is the, yeah. that is the low point. Yes, you got to get back on that upswing right. for yeah. sure. And quick, and you do. Yeah. yeah. In the book, I mean, in the booklet for the record, that page is like just jet black. It's the only page that's in black. Oh, wait, there's, there's a booklet for the record? Yeah, you'll get it. You bought it on Bandcamp, I right? I did. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I can't mm-hmm. wait for that. That's right. If you buy the record on Bandcamp, you get a booklet. You get a little booklet put together by Harrison himself. What the heck? I had no idea. Yeah, it's really nice. Oh it's God, pretty. It's got all the that. lyrics. It's got all the lyrics. Oh. It's got all the lyrics. Yeah. And wow. images for every yeah. song and shit like that. Yeah. Band camp. Band camp. I didn't know that. Yeah, and you'll get an exclusive baseball hat trading cards. Digital trading oh cards. Oh my gosh, folks. Folks. What are buy you it on doing? Get hey, on Content. 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 Give me some paper. content. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like we can only get so dark past that sure. point like you can only really like when that is the jet black song on the record and it's at the midway point like you can't get that much darker like yeah going throughout, or people will yeah. check out yeah. like i have a yeah. sh- short attention span i have a really short attention span for like when stuff gets like too heavy uh-huh which um you know speaking well, right, to like, like i, I really hear- like don yeah. because don is a very heavy record that doesn't ever feel too heavy. it's not overindulgent yeah yes yeah. and I, well yeah, I feel like with Come my close with my solo stuff, you know, I like to get really heavy, and that first EP like has a lot of heavy songs. But yeah. like, I'm happy to be writing with you, Harrison, because I feel like we find a lot of different flavors that I wouldn't find by myself. Yeah, me too. I mean, I like happy, sad music. Right? Yeah, like, me all too. The music I like like appears to be happy or joyous in some form. And if you really listen to it, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, People something are is fucking bad <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Something yeah. is going yes. on. Yes, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and I find that, I mean, that's what draws me to your solo music, you know? Like, I love that first EP that you wrote because I thought it was so honest and it, I thought it was, it like, so... Yes. Um, having been in that moment, I was amazed to see the level of reflection you were having on that moment in that moment, because mm. you wrote so much of it while it was happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then to release that up front as like, hey, this is my like first statement as like a musical solo artist, to me was like so, um, I mean, there's pictures of me on my phone crying at <laughs> listening to the masters, like, because I was just so moved by like, oh, you executed your vision so cleanly and you were so honest and so emotional that it was like, oh, no question, you know, like, uh, you're the one of the only people I know that I would like ever think about musically collaborating with because I just don't know who else I have the same shared language with, you know, mm. even since we were in college. Yeah. You know, in sharing music back and forth, there's always been the shared language of like, oh, okay, I know the elements of music that John likes. So I know music that I hear that John will like, mm. yeah. you know, and vice versa. Very, very, um, since the onset of our friendship. You yeah. Know? Wow. So. Thanks. Yeah. What would you all say is like your, uh, um, what are your like metrics of success for this? How are you feeling like as you pre-release, you know, 
and as you all are, I already know, like uh, in you're already creating more. If so I can speak to it briefly, please. The metric of success is that we got it done. Amen. I I that's did what not I think, it think a year be. ago yes. that we that I could be capable of with one other person sitting in a room learning how to use things, learning how to play play and navigate different interfaces, different yes. instruments, etc. And writing on top of that, which is like something that I have, I mean, John talked about writing music earlier. I've always talked to you forever about wanting to like yep. just expand my like creative reach, like yes. write more things in general, have my voice heard in different ways besides like just being on stage acting, yeah. you know? So, uh, you know, I didn't think this was possible at all. So like the act of like, hey, we said let's do it by this date. Let's get it done. Let's get it up. In terms of like literal metrics of success, you know, people listening to it at all, like people, I mean, for me, I feel success in having you sit here, listen to the thing and go, I, you know, I enjoyed that or like, you know, knowing that you actively sat and listened to the thing. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Meg. Really, thank you. Oh my gosh, of course. I I mean, I will listen to it again and again, too. You know, not just because I'm sitting here in this room with you. I'm. Right. It is a fucking feat what you all have done. Like, I truly... I mean, I've been saying it since you guys have been putting out singles. Like, I cannot believe that you all do it from, like scratch all of it you know what i mean that you do that you are doing every element of it you're playing instruments you're writing you're performing it you're producing managing all of it it's unbelievable many people set out to do something like that and just your like willpower to execute is i'm amazed by it and i'm i'm really proud and in awe of both of you it's thank, well thank you thank you and on top of that, it's just, like, good. So that is also something to well, be that, very... You know what I mean? That is also something to be proud of because on your first swing to, like, to to really have executed in the way that you have and, like, accomplished the goals and, like, the vision that you have set out for it is... I mean, it's also just remarkable because many people swing and miss on the first go-around, and I feel like you all did not. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, I, it makes me happy to hear, too, because I think that we swung pretty hard going, uh, like, Yeah, I did think... <laughs> let's write a... Let's write a... So most, you know, in, like, now my kind of research in the post of everything and, like, now getting the album out, mm -hmm. most people kind of, like, spend two, three years doing singles, doing EP. EPs, doing, like, a five-song yeah. five, yeah. five EP. Every other year they'll release yep. it. Maybe, like, a single or two in between... Yeah, I'll speak to my my desire to to do an album fast, which is mm. that like my personal heroes are like in terms of like art are like Tyler the Creator, Kanye, these figures who have like just Tame Impala, these figures who have just said like you know what like I'm just gonna go into a room by myself, shut the fucking door, and do it and put it out, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna swing big like you know. Um, it, and I love theatricality and I didn't want to be another fucking, and I know that Johnny can speak to this too. And this is with no disrespect. We did not want to be another fucking musical theater act putting out an album. Like, yes, that's a fact. Like mm. we wanted this to feel like distinctively music that was inspired by two people at a moment, you know, cause I do feel like that is a certain, not, of course not everyone, but like, that's a gimmick that like f people fall into at a certain point. Right. Like. 
I, I feel like there's, it comes a certain point where, like, if you're an actor, like, you either do films or yes. you release an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we never wanted it to feel like that. Like, that was the biggest, like, sure. one mm -hmm. of a, one of the like big things that we were thinking about, big like, time. make this feel like its own entity. Uh huh. Se right. let, let me separate that. We can cut. We wanted it to feel separate from our theatrical careers. Sure. That I'll speak for myself. Correct. I absolutely wanted 100%. this to feel separate from my theatrical career to the point that it's like I've thought about doing music under a persona. Like mm. I don't really want it in that way. I just want people to view it differently. Yeah, and this I'm trying I'm, I just I'm trying to express that in a different way. Please. I didn't cut, want it cut. to have Why? No. I didn't want it to have the like I can only like this is me singing my song. Yeah, that's it. Here we are. I didn't want it to be that. Even though it is that. We sing a lot of sing song melodies and we do a lot of characters. Sure. I didn't want it to be like when I'm rocking. I'm well, rocking and rolling. You know what? But I I don't know if it. <laughs> do you I know really, what I mean? What you just sang but right did, there is it. But I'm do trying you to, think yeah. that either of you could have made that? Like to me, it just seems like not even in the realm of possibility, given your two music tastes. Like I don't sure, know that sure. that's even in like. Yes, I feel like maybe in parody, <laughs> yes, you all can. In parody like, and in satire. Do that. You know what I mean? But I don't know that, like, if you were ever going to genuinely, like, make something that was a reflection of your taste and, like, something that, again, you all have said, like, that you would want to listen to. You know, you're going to only make something that you, like, you want to make something that you want to hear. Yeah. So, and, which is not that. So I don't, do you really think it would have ever... No, but there's a danger with that, right? Like, because anytime you're getting two people who have that strong of that influence, like, in their brain, the danger is always there, you know? John, sure. Like, so you get two ends of the, the you get, like, a double-edged sword, right? Yeah. You get the yeah. moments of theatricality on the album that really work, which are informed by this entire background of... Yeah, um, of course. Theater life and not necessarily the music itself, which is, I think, yes. where, what I'm uh, trying to say mm -hmm. in totally. a way yes. that has been very backdoor and, uh, you know. But but what to say is that, like, I, I, there is such a, a – my voice as a, a singer is so associated with a certain style, sure. with a certain – um, melodic structure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you yes. know what I'm saying when I say this? Absolutely. 100%. Us as people – Harrison and John are associated, most people who know us, as musical theater performers. Yeah, And correct. we didn't want this piece, this project, to be musical theater performers making musical theater that, I, performer totally music. Bingo. That yeah. totally makes sense. Yes, because that's a danger that always exists, right? Like, yeah. you know, for... Like, or not a danger, but it's a, it's a thing that could always bloom out of a creative session mm -hmm. like this, you know? And I think... It is, to some degree, foolish. And not in a, like... It's foolish to swing in this way. Of course. And it, unfortunate, let the record... Let it be on record that it, it, it kind of has to be foolish. Yeah. We couldn't have done this if we were um, playing it safe or correct it is foolish and and maybe people will think that this is and, and they would be right not, maybe people <laughs> will always you know like i don't know i, I don't maybe people will see it as the as you know a, 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 
I want that people to take this in as a complete its own work, you know? Yeah. And my biggest fear is that someone thinks this is an addendum to the work that I do, and it's not. Yeah. Oh. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, because so often it can be like, oh, this is a, like, oh, this this actor is putting out an album, you know, or this whatever. And I just don't want that, it didn't want that addendum attached. It's not a disconnect it, yeah. to that. I just wanted someone to be like, I'm listening to this piece of music hmm. that is not being informed by anything else other than like, I'm putting headphones on and putting it on. That's, I think, also what I was trying to say, you know? 100%. Because sure. we get typed, right? Like in theater, you, you inherently get typed. Like you are this, you play this kind of character, you play this. And, and I do, want it yeah. to be shed and devoid of that as much as possible to be able to make shit in this way. Full stop. Absolutely, <laughs> period. 100%. I, I completely agree with you. I feel like it is a really... I don't know. I, I I have a I it is hard for me to even imagine that you guys would think it would turn out that way because I just I, because it is very clearly not that. You know what I mean? It feels like a very authentic representation of the two of you as musicians. It feel it it and not as like I don't know, as as like artists as actor musicians. Sense. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. You know, cuz that's always the fear is like Capital I played acoustic guitar yeah. on a stage. You know, John's played John's played guitar and bass on a stage. Right, like, right. That's what people, I mean. There's like, a not certain as... crowd of people that have that image in their mind already, inherently uh -huh. going into this, uh -huh. that we are promoting to as, you know, just the nature of it being the two of us. Yeah, sure. You know, and if we can shift that in and change it in any way to, like, listen to yeah. baseball hat. Right, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I that, that yeah, you definitely and, have and... that going for you, that it's, like, a different, that, that you have a band name, you know, and that it's not, like... True. You know, it not, oh, hey, not under our name. Exactly, exactly. I think that that definitely also helps. You know, because the band is allowed to have its own sort of vibes and you know, like um, characteristics that do not necessarily have to be associated with like the two of you as individuals, but sure. that like the band and the the thesis of the out all of it is like it's uh, because it's a collaboration. Territory. Why? Because I, I, cause I do also feel like the album is connected to us, you know, like, like right. I don't want to lose that. It's like we're yeah, well, now we've we're just spent I know, but we've just spent an hour talking about how connected it is true, to you true, all. True, 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 true. And I think that there, it is important to say like, yes, there are some things that I was tapping into of myself and like of my experience and of my interests and of like my taste, and there are other things that I am trying to like not not you know, let that them take the steering wheel for, for this project. I think that that's totally fair. True. Absolutely. It, it's, it's a fear, you know, it, yeah. I think, it's I think fear. it's a fear. It's one of those and it, you know fears. What the fear is? I just want it to be taken seriously. It taken seriously. That's and it, it. for it to As be good and not like hokey and not like us trying to do something, but accidentally doing something completely different. Us playing sure. musicians. Yes. I, I don't yes, want to be playing the character also. of a musician. Right, I would exactly. just like to be making the music. Right. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. You know, in that people's totally minds, not necessarily, I don't feel like I'm playing the role of a musician here, but like, right. you know, there's already preconceived notions when you spend five years in a certain amount of like uh -huh. time right. building a persona or building, you know, an image in people's mind because of what you've been doing, how, where you've been, like it becomes difficult at a certain point to like break from that. Yeah. And, right. um, yeah. 
But yeah, we, well, you want people to see you like for your like full whole self in and this not just yes in yeah. this moment. And I think and I, I think that they will. I really do, and I hope that for you both. I hope that you feel that it's received that way. Yeah, and also you know we don't owe anybody anything. Correct. Not at all. Not one bit. That's you true, know, John. We don't owe anybody a single thing. If some people want to like view us in a certain way, that is their prerogative. Correct. Uh, yeah. So please enjoy the record. <laughs> yeah, and with all that to be said, please enjoy the record. And also, like you know, that's not to be said that there's not plenty of people who have done that, done it before us. There's plenty of, of people course. who I know that are you know brilliant performers that have gone on to like, in addition to their performance career, have insanely amazing. You know, many of them we've talked to on this mm-hmm. very show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, this fear is irrational, right? Like. On some level, it is irrational in that, like, we've literally talked to Nick. We've literally talked to Jade, who are, like, Inez, people. yeah. Inez, like, yeah, people who have, like, done it, uh-huh. you know? Right. And, uh-huh. it, and it's, like, I listen to that music, and I hear it as music. Yeah. So, like, why would I ever yeah. assume someone wouldn't? Right. You know? All right. But you also don't know until, like, I mean, yeah, you, you don't right. know until you put it out there and, it's, and see. Right. And yeah. part of that, I'm sure, is, like, based on the fear that, like, there's times on this album where, like, we're asking you to take us relatively seriously. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've mostly played a fool on stage. Mm. I've mostly played but a fool, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, and so that mm-hmm. is, like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. Thanks for listening, Meg. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you for the exclusive listen. <laughs> I, feel, I feel so excited to have heard it, like pre-release that do that really does make me feel special and thanks for trusting me with that and thanks for like oh my gosh i mean well just thanks for making that i think people are really gonna enjoy it and relate to a lot of things about it and i hope so i'm just like i said i'm just so proud of you both and in awe of you both for for making it it's really really special and you should be really proud thank you i'm really proud of it I'm really proud. I'm of it. really, really. I'm proud excited of it. for people to, you know, take it in, mm-hmm. and for it not to be like ours anymore. You know, yes, yeah, because yeah. it's felt very uh, close to us. Of course. And now it's like, yeah, uh-huh. as we've Done. shared it more, it's like so exciting. Like yeah. getting to play it for you tonight was like fucking thrilling. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And John, I know that like we, t- the two of us were talking on the show tonight, but thank you for coming and joining us this week. To talk oh my on the gosh. Show. Thank you for having me. It's been a while. It's been a while. And people hear my voice on the song every week. Yeah, so it's, it's true. You know, now you hear my speaking voice. Yes. And I'm, and you know, <laughs> in that we're talking about the album, I'm extremely grateful to you and, and for you. And you know, this wouldn't have been possible without you. You man. too, my friend. You too. Couldn't have done it without you. Couldn't have done it without you. I'm excited for the next shit, which, you know, is coming soon. Underway. But surely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You should plug the, right. you oh, should plug sure. the record. Tell people, like, how to get it, where to get it, when to get it. Oh, yeah, it. what and what they should. So, yeah. If you're listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday, or Thursday when this comes out, please go to sendthistoyourcrush.com and pre-save it on Spotify. All you got to do, very easy. You just go to the website, you click the button, give us your email and you give us your email that, and it, all that it does is you get an email when the album is ready and that your info and the fact that you click this goes into the Spotify algorithm and maybe more people will hear it 
because you clicked on it. That's all that means. True. And you're and hyping also, it. Just you're the, hyping you're it. Yes. Hype man. You're the digital Correct. hype man. And Spotify oh, nice. needs to see that there's some hype for them to get other people hyped. Okay. Yeah. So just do that. And so and then Be if you a get hype to man, Friday, would if you get to Friday and you play the record and yeah. you like it. Yeah. Yeah. You can go to Bandcamp. You can go to baseballhat.bandcamp.com mm-hmm. and buy the record. It's ten bucks. You get you'll get a digital like a PDF of a digital booklet with all the lyrics and some images and cool shit. And that money that you spend, the vast majority of it goes to John and I, not to like an algorithm or right. like a corporation. You know, they get a small cut of it, but like we don't get a fraction of a penny on that money. We like get dollars on that money. Yeah, Bandcamp is great. <clears throat> great so, site. If you're interested in supporting independent music um, and and this kind of stuff like being possible, you know, like this is a great way to like help help make that possible. Mm-hmm. And they should follow Baseball Hat on Twitter, Instagram. TikTok. On TikTok. TikTok. We're ba- at Ooh, Baseball Hat yes. USA. And follow on Spotify. And Spotify, Baseball yeah. Hat. And then uh, on Bandcamp if you're nasty. Um, and John, where can people follow you? Um, yeah, at JSYG on Instagram. That's also where they can listen to your songs on Spotify. Yeah, you can right? listen to said EP that we were talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I got John, it was good to see you, man. Hey. It was so good to see you. Oh, it was so good to see y'all. Oh, wow. Will you sing the song a little bit one year later? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Should I get my... I don't even know how to play it, woke honestly. Up this oh, woke up this morning, didn't know what to do, <laughs> so I looked around, and I saw you, yeah, it's good to see you, <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you, <laughs> well, I'm talking about some stuff, and some other stuff, too, yeah, it's good to see you. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>big music talk this week and honestly it's fitting because it's pretty much been the only thing you and I have been talking about for the past like two weeks since we've since we've been on the pod we've only been talking about new music it's the only interesting you know like media right now it's true I mean I've been watching a good I've been watching a lot of tv but we don't always watch the same tv so we we do send a music wreck back and forth most days though so okay so what have you i mean obviously we talk about a lot of like your influences and stuff in this episode but tell the people what you what's been in your ears as Um, of late well i don't was it out i don't think was the album out was donda out the last time we talked no it it came out the day when we recorded yeah it was not out yeah, okay, so yeah, yeah. So it came out like right before we dropped the episode. We hadn't talked since then. No, no. Uh, before then. Yeah, okay. Um, I've been listening to like that. I mean, you know, fans of this show, uh, listeners of this show will know that uh, those are a big deal for me, those those releases when he puts out new material. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like one of the best ones in a long time. Okay, like, best ever? Th- no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. It's not All his right. best ever, but it's probably like top. You know, he's got ten solo studio albums. This is probably in the top five for sure. 
it might even be it might work it's i mean i really love it the more i've listened to it my first listen i was like yeah this is like pretty good really good but there's like there's like some stuff that i'm like i'm not really fully into like the sure. first it takes a while for the album to like really ramp up into like um the like high concept of it you know like i think mm-hmm. the last like four songs are fucking amazing like into each other the one lord i need you pure souls mm-hmm. come to life into no child yes. left behind like yeah oh my fucking god yeah. man like harrison talks about come to life literally every day <laughs> Well, because it's so good, and I just saw today that that it was a sixth grader from a school in Brooklyn who played that piano part. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, it's also so unlike anything he's ever done. He's never made anything that like compositionally dense and like where yeah. he's singing and sounds that nice. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, and the whole record's really. I've really warmed up to the top half, though. I like really love the like super hype trap stuff. I think it's like crazy. Uh-huh. Um, and I've also been listening to the new Casey Musgraves album. Yes, which is good, which is really good. I've but been listening to that too. We need to uh, talk one... about what people, what you, what you've been listening to, because I know that like uh, we'd be remiss to not mention it. It's the only thing I care about. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's the literally the only thing I care about, and that is Yeba's new album, Dawn. I think <laughs> I just think it's perfect. I I have literally no complaints about it uh yeah been waiting for it for a long time and it does not disappoint for me truly it's about let me give some backstory it's the album is like a tribute and sort of like reckoning with her mother's death her mom committed suicide when she was 21 uh and and when yeba was 21 and uh so she's just like kind of spent the past five years dealing with that and that's a like subject that's very close to home for me you know and i experienced the like death of somebody very close to me by suicide when i was right around the same age and i just so so many of the things that she's singing about like the anger the like just confusion like there's just so much of it that is so accessible and i uh it's I just think it's really, really incredible. It's a really beautiful debut album. It's kind of amazing. Uh, So I would highly recommend everybody check that out. I have a question that I don't think we ever checked in on about that record. Oh, Oh, yeah? Which is that did having all those singles in the lead up, do you think that it impacted your listen to the record the first time through? Okay, cool. Nope. Nope. Strong enough Actually, material built around it and the context helped? The, con- the context elevated each of those songs like tenfold. I, that personally. And yeah, there's one song that I've been listening to actually forever. Like it, it came out, I guess, <laughs> forever. It came out in June. I've been listening to this song for several months. That's forever. That's forever. It, in these yeah. days, in this time yes. period, that's forever. Right. It, it's like one of the first singles off the album. Uh, and I've been listening to it, know it, can sing it by heart. And uh, what she puts this like interlude right before it. And suddenly there's this like breath that she takes at the top of the song that has that I know that has always been there and I've never really noticed before. And just because of what was placed right before it, 
it felt it just made the whole breath that breath noticeable the whole song different i was weeping listening wow. to it this time through i it just truly touched me <laughs> so dramatic but it was really beautiful so i would say no it they're enhanced by because we for context everybody harrison and i have been talking about the like strategy and i wish we had kind of talked about this with you and john too and so we can talk about it now we can talk about it like, now yeah, yeah the strategy of like releasing an album and how there's different there's just different ways to do it let's talk about it number one you could do the like we're i'm giving you one single and then i'm giving you the album in two weeks hang on to that and then and then i'll give you another single that's like hot off the album uh with a music video like the week after sure there's the surprise album there's the surprise album no doesn't really work uh, until you're a certain caliber of artist beyonce yeah i mean you can do it if you have like if you have a million monthly listeners on spotify you can drop a surprise album with some impact i think only a million on spotify a million no, monthly listeners more. people no, who I think are it's got to be more Oh, I think you could do, if people are every month listen a million people are listening to your songs every month and and like an album pops up from an artist that you're listening to pretty regularly. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I'm trying to think of like artists with only a million listens. Like Well, let me go look. Let's go look at what some like I'm going to look at like some what mid mid to like low like but that people know. Keep Sarah Bareilles only has 6 million. But Sarah Bareilles, like, could drop a surprise album and people go bonkers. Same with, like, Brockhampton, which, like, is a band that is, has about six million as well. Seven million. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe I a know. million is lowballing it right now because I think I'm it excited. has to be bigger. But I think to have a, just a note, like, you mean out of the blue? No press, no nothing. Oh, like, no, like, what do you mean? Like, like put out, they put out music before that people know? Or, like, just a band is like, here's our album now. We've never put out any music before. Here's an album. No. I mean, just I'm just talking about just the album release, not the history of the band. I'm talking about, like, you have no – there's no press prior to. There's no singles prior to. There's no anything. It's just, like, one. it's one night you upload it. I'd say the first – the top 100 artists on Spotify can do that. That's okay, the caliber. Sure. Let's go ahead and say sure. that. Sure. Okay. That, that I will accept. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's anyway, one. so that and then is you the, have that's, like, yes, go ahead. And then you have many singles. Then you have the month, the several month rollout, the 1975 method where you're putting out the EBA method, the EBA method. I mean, 1975 did an almost 18 month rollout for their last record. It, it was supposed Ridiculous. to be real. I mean, he's a, he's, he is a Kanye esque figure, you know, like we, I said it in the episode, but like, mm -hmm. you know, he announced the album, the next album, like within days of the one before it coming out. And he's like, it's coming out soon, which is a Kanye move right. to do Kanye. And it is, I'll say as a musician, when you release music, it is, the feeling is very like, Oh, when you start to get like a little bit of feedback from it, you're like, Oh, this is pretty fun. This is pretty cool. I'm mm -hmm. seeing the numbers go. All right, let's put out another thing. You know, like mm -hmm. you start mm -hmm. to get that like, oh yes. So I can completely understand like how it happens. Okay. But they also yeah. then, the album wasn't done. 
And so they then led people on like an 18 month goose chase of just like dropping singles every three months. Right. That when, by the time we got to the album, I've like, I've heard most of the fucking heat on this record. Mm-hmm. Cause there were like seven singles before that record came out. Cause they right. kept accelerating. Like as they got closer, they went from being like every three months to like every month to like every two weeks, hmm. which is a smart rollout process, but it kind of dulls the impact of the, of the record itself. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And then there's so, the method we took, which is that we tried to just write a bunch of different songs to put out to then just bring people to the page so that we mm-hmm. could do something in the vein of a surprise release where it's like, oh, we can just announce an album that nobody knows any of the music from, but they know the, the kind of playground we're going to be on because we've been writing these other songs and just throwing them out the whole time we're writing this record. Right. You know, like these are all like B-side recordings. They're all songs that like, we might have written for the record if we were thinking about that. Well, you know, if we were thinking about writing mm-hmm. for the record when we wrote them. You know, does that make right. sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. So, Except for Up All Night, which like doesn't sonically really fit in with the record at all. Yeah, but I, I think like Tomorrow's Gray and I think Silhouette could fit on there somewhere comfortably yeah. in a version of the record with like, you know, one or two different songs or new songs. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, those are the four methods, five methods. Ish. I don't remember how and I'm many. sure there's countless others, you know. Actually, no, I think this is the definitive. Uh, I think these are the definitive five. Drop out of music half. business school, kids. If you listen <laughs> to this one, just go ahead and drop out. <laughs> so, yes, we've been listening to new music. Yes. And we've got more coming on Friday. We've got Baseball Hat and we've got Lil Nas X. So I'm very excited for Lil Nas X. So we got, we've got absolute bangers coming on Friday all over, all the way around. Well, and, and Lil Nas X, great example. Somebody who kind of like, they... Oh my God. They really rolled this record out in a brilliant way. He It's he immaculate. Did, it's immaculate. Well, he's also, he is, um, you know, he to me is like kind of direct lineage from like Tyler and kind of yeah, Kanye sure. and like so he's like doing a lot of the shit that like Kanye does but so much more refined and like the, more the like the registry troll... yeah like... the edge the edge lord troll shit that he does is so much more effective than Kanye because it's not just trying to like shock you in addition it's just like he's he's meddling with the culture and the zeitgeist like he has it in the palm of his hand like Lil Nas X yeah. is the culture you know Yes, I completely agree. Um, yeah. Can't wait for that. Um, Very excited for that record. Honestly honored that we are releasing the same day as, yes. as he is. And great features on that album. Meg, Doja, Miley, Elton. Elton. Come on. Fire, fire. Fire. Speaking of great features, we didn't talk about it in the episode but mm. when we listen to the album m- much to my like happy surprise kate is featured mm-hmm. on the album yeah yeah some beautiful writing and it's yeah it's it's just i can't wait for everybody to hear it and i just wanted to give kate a shout out and some little snaps there because... Yeah, I thought she killed that. She did a fucking great job. Yeah, it's with that. it's and it's with the really delivery profound. too. It's really profound. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. 
Yeah, and that was, um, you know, that was awesome. And that, like, came about of, like, we had this idea to, like, arrange. At the time, we were like, let's, like, try to do, like, a, a ambient R&B song. And then mm-hmm. we had that, there's, like, kind of the hook that leads into it, you know, like, da na 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 me always going to be late, that, that shit, which is, like, very, like, you know, SZA-influenced, very, sure. like, sure. Um, you know, that world of stuff. And, um, and, and then the kind of B section of the song where the spoken word comes in is, like, super 1975 influence. So, so we kind of, like, played the instrumental for her, and we were like, yeah, write something that, like, would go with this, and came back with, like, five amazing pieces and um yeah i mean this one just like we were like oh we have to put this one in there so i think it's really cool i think it's a cool piece i think it's cool that that like um her writing is involved in this and yeah um the you know i love the i love the vocal performance she did of it too yeah i agree I agree, and just want to make sure we shouted it out. Yeah, we definitely should. It's a it's a great little Easter egg, um, especially like if you know Kate, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you don't, she's the female voice that if you listen to the record, she's the female voice that appears and talks. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Anything else to say? here today oh i think i i, I just want to say i shall i was uh we got into kind of a like a weird circle about me like ta- tripping over my dick to say that like i was trying to like separate this project from like the other art stuff that that i've made right sure and like i i was very obsessed with the this idea of not sneak dissing people and i think i got that across the the line um that i was not doing that but i did leave somebody out when we were talking yeah. about people that have like really fucking successfully gone from like oh i i identify you with like being a performer to they've created something musical that i've been like oh this is a separate entity and that's aaron blyden's record who we literally talked to on the show yes. um the french champagne his band's record is so amazing and like you can hear the theatricality informed by it but it never once was i like oh this is like a you know um like a musical theater record right Right. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure that I didn't leave him out of those because I did fucking love that record. And I, I wanted yes. to make sure that I mentioned it. Yes, that's a good catch. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else? I don't have anything else. If people want to listen to the record, go check it out. Send this to yourcrush.com. Depending on when you're listening to this, it may be out. If you're listening to this on or before Thursday at 11 p.m. tonight... There's a visual, um, uh, like a listening party that has a visual aspect to it. That's going to get streamed live on twitch.tv slash mindsugar. You can go check that out. The album is available at sendthistoyourcrush.com. As we said in the episode, follow on Spotify is awesome. Um, and buying the record on Bandcamp is, if you have the means to, is even more awesome because it directly supports us. And I don't think there was any, I don't think there's anything else I have that I, that I, yeah. Oh, we're going to play you out today after we do the plugs with a song from the album. Um, yes. But let's do the plugs first and then okay, great. I'll announce you can follow- the song. Okay. You can follow me on the internet at Meg Bunn. Hey, you can follow me at double H, double A, double R, double I, double S, double O, double N. Uh, you can follow the show at Good to See You Pod on Twitter and Instagram. 
Um, you can check the links in the, the description for all the other links. I, there'll be goodies up there. I'll put like uh, my live streaming show and um, the band links and all that shit up there too. So go check that out. We'll be back with a brand new spanking new episode on the 29th. Mark that, folks. We'll see you on the 29th. And uh, That's my dog's birthday. That's my dog's birthday. And it's also the day that I'm seeing Harry Styles. Hey, that's exciting. Big day. Big day coming up. Big day. Big day coming up sooner than that. Also, oh, well, you've already done it. I was going to say we're both returning to concerts before we talk again. Oh, Um, yeah. You already did. But let's make sure we do a concert catch up the next time we talk because we'll have. Yes. Because I'll have seen some shows. You'll have seen you'll have seen the one that you already saw. And we should talk about both of them because I'm fucking stoked. Yes. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Um, And this is uh, on my door off of Send This to Your Crush available Friday, which is going to play us out. Meg, it was good to see you. Good to see you.